Nation of Kings. Spread. Please listen. Some of us are going to travel abroad next year. But let me just please help you. This is not the house of escapists. This is a house of ambassadors. We don't relocate, we're redeployed. We don't relocate, we spread. If you're a business person, an entrepreneur, I wanted to have a local context, but a global vision. I want to see how you're going to export whatever you are doing locally on a global scale. The Lord told me as we're praying, it's time to translate zero to 10 into French, into Spanish, into Pigeon. Oh my word, are you here? <laughs> Let me teach. So in our text, now, in our text, we see God doing something. This is Jacob. Jacob is an unlikely guy. You see, Abraham, we were not told much of his background, so we don't really know whether, you know, he had coconut head in his early days or not. I'm sorry, A.B. Um, we don't know. We, we don't know, but we just see him as a good guy. You know, Abraham's reputation in the Bible is one of the cleanest. The only thing he did was not him that did it was his wife that said uh, that he should did it. <laughs> you, you can hold it up. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> we're not sure, but I mean, he told some lies and every now and again, but it was not Akmayon like David and all those other guys. Akmayon is a person that kills people, well, killed somebody, right? But his reputation was pretty good, okay? Didn't cause too much trouble and all of that. Then we had Isaac. Yes, sir. Calm dude. We don't see so much of trouble around him. But this Jacob guy, he's been waller from the womb. Look at him, but say it's not my fault. I am wired to win. Some of you, you're not like Abraham. You're not like Isaac. You're like Jacob. And that's why I'm grateful for Isha's uh, testimony. Some Jacobish people. <laughs> they like to do things in different places. You know what God is trying to say? There's a place in my program for you too. People like you have a plan, a place in my plan. So whether you are as faithful as Abraham, as compliant as Isaac, or as similarly rebellious as Jacob, I got you. Stubbornness is determination seeking direction. It's only a liability when it's not in the hands of God. But when God gets a grip of your stubbornness, you will do things that will make people say, ah, there is God. Yeah. 
Are you saying? When God disciples your stubbornness, it will produce the fruit of the Spirit. No matter the cosmic strongholds. So this is Jacob. Let me get this is Jacob. This is not Abraham. And Jacob, what's he doing? He is running away. He's running from the house. He's stolen the birthright from his brother, stolen by human context, because by <laughs> the predetermination of God, God already said the younger will rule over the older. The older will serve the younger. So God already told the mother, the younger is the person that will get the birthright. But as humans, sometimes they're like, ah, money yeah, is the older person, give it to the older person. God is saying it's not about your age, it's about my grace. Now what that means is whether you think you are too young or you're too old, when you're in the place where grace is, you'll be in the place where God wants you. So let me encourage somebody, particularly those who might feel like they're too old for certain things. God said there's recalibration next year. Actually this year, we're already in this year in some countries and because we're international, it's already 2023, right? This year, somebody's been recalibrated. Something you missed seven years ago. Something you missed three years ago. Something you missed two years ago. You cannot go back there. But God is as present there as he is here. He's taken a lost opportunity and turned it into a found testimony. Jacob collects what is, what is his, watch this, and guess what? People call it robbery. In 2023, you're going to be so blessed, people will think you're stealing. Amen. Where are those I'm speaking to? They will say, if nobody say, I know you be church boy. I go talk to now, you, you they do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? telling you because Jacob took what was his but they called him a thief in 2023 because you are going to wake up to your real identity and possibilities people will say you will tell them it's not Yahoo you're going to say it's Yahoo it's like my God what's his birthright some of you are struggling with a face me, I slap you into 1985 apartment. Whereas, according to divine delineation, you should have a self-serving flat in a banana island. But because Nigeria says you have to be old as Esau, you have to be 45, 50, I recalibrate you. Listen, what's happening is grace is going to come on your gift. And your gift will deliver to you what some career span will never deliver. Jacob is running away. He wants to go as far as possible because he knows Esau is going to kill him. That's what it says. My brother is going to kill me. So let me be running, be running, running. But guess what? No matter how fast you run, if you run in the flesh, after a while you get tired. You know they say it's not about what you're chasing, it's who's chasing you. 
whether you are chasing or you're being chased, if you do it in the flesh, you, you get tired. So he got tired. And some of you, the Lord spoke to him as I was praying, he said some of them are tired. Tired. And what Jacob did, he took up a stone and he said, let me just rest. But isn't it amazing, as he decided to rest, God showed him the rest of his destiny. This rest was really an arrest to give him the rest of what God had in mind. The word says he took a stone. I don't like this background media. I think I already sent some word to that earlier. Give me. <laughs> right, right. Took a stone, placed his head, boom. his head came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set he could no longer see far into the future said go rest took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and lay down in that place to sleep his point was let me just sleep you know when you're working on your computer and you click sleep on the computer do you know that the fact that the, the computer is sleeping does not mean the operator is sleeping? So whilst you put yourself to sleep, God was still working on your destiny. Some of you, you confess and say much of this year I was not awake, I actually slept. I didn't push myself. I didn't drive myself. But God said tonight, there is a visitation that will set you on fire. You are going to get renewed energy, renewed drive, renewed inspiration, renewed glory, renewed gusto, renewed inspiration, renewed revelation, renewed intelligence. I speak to your mind. It's coming alive again. You are becoming articulate again. You are becoming renewed again. You shut down because you were discouraged. You were tired. You were weary. But I see the hand of God. Cougar, get ready. That business is not done yet because it hasn't done what God intends for it to do. It's coming back to life. It's coming alive. Some that is coming out of it. Somebody shout amen. Verse 12. Let's go. Then he dreamed and behold a ladder was set up on the earth and a, and a stop reached to heaven. The only person that could set up the ladder on the earth was Jacob in that place. But that person who could set up the ladder in the place was asleep. God said, whilst you were sleeping, I was setting things up. There's a setup that you're going to wake up to. One of the major things that will happen in this house next year is seemingly coincidental meetings. You will walk into certain rooms, certain conversations, certain Zoom meetings that will change the trajectory of your life for the better, for life. Jacob did not have a revelation on his to-do list or to have list. He didn't have a Bethel encounter written. There are things that you've written, but there are things that are written. 
Behold, I come in the volume of the books. It's written of me to do your will, oh God. Jesus said, it is written, it is written, it is written. What you write is good if you wrote by divine inspiration. But what is written is better. Before there was an iPad or an iPhone, before there was a memo or a devotional, before there was a journal or a diary, before there was papyrus or paper, before there was any digital device or digits at all, God took the ink of his intention and wrote certain things concerning you that are eternal forever, oh God. Your word is settled in heaven the top reach to heaven you know what that means the expectations of God concerning you they are heavens high they are sky high you only set a ladder to the place where you want somebody to climb up to what God is saying is that your rise in life you'll be the one that will put the cap on it God is not threatened by our ascension. Before you knew you were right hand from your left hand, he gave you the highest place. Now your task is, you are already a star set up in the sky. But as dust, will you be bold enough to be stardust? And so y'all didn't get that. Because they are planetary entities that are stardust. They are dust, but they are stars. They are celebrities, but they are humane. They are powerful, but they love people. They are anointed, but they are simple. They know the Bible, but they are as meek as the word. They sit in heavenly places, but they are friends of those who are lowly. Are you hearing the class of kings that God has raised? They know how to be David in the palace, but they know how to be Omodo in the battlefield. That's a house made a servant. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on at verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above it. Can I say to somebody, it's not in many places you see God standing. <laughs> He's seated in majesty. In fact, in the New Testament, the only time you see God standing was when the stoned Stephen said, I see the Lord standing. And also maybe two or three other places that the Lord stood. In other words, your assignment is so important, I am standing to oversee it. I'm going to transition into why your proliferation is not just a nice to have, is a must have according to the covenant of God. What is God really trying to do? It's not about your fame or your popularity. I'll show you now. Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham. So he starts from the past. In other words, Jacob, your life did not start with your life. Your life is chapter 3. In a book that is volume 3. <laughs> right? You are in the middle of a story. 
God has seen many lives before your life. So stop trying to supervise him to get your life right. He said, I have experience in Abrahamology. I have experience in Isaacology. Jacobology is too simple for me. What's God trying to do? He said, I'm the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Verse 14, the prophetic word that I give some instructions. And your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall to the west, to the east, to the north and the south, and in you and your all the What is God trying to do? Please be seated. Let me, let me teach you a little bit. What is God trying to do? Why is the proliferation and put on what's proliferation a rapid spread of something, oftentimes a seed? Why is it so important to God? What is God trying to do in the earth? What, why, why is God always talking about spread, increase, and all of that? Numbers, numbers 14, 20 to 22. Numbers 14, 20 to 22. Then the Lord said, thanks for the speed media, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I leave, all the earth, see what God is saying, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, not the glory of man. The earth is currently filled with the glory of man. The glory of man is vain glory. So nice clothes, cars, accolades, attention, uh, money. That's the glory of man, what man can generate out of what God has done. God's agenda is not the glory of man. God's agenda is the glory of God. Now, God wants his glory to be so powerful that the glory of man will bow before his glory. What man fell short of was not the glory of man, was the glory of God. For all men have seen and fallen short of the glory of God when the devil comes to tempt Jesus Matthew chapter 4 he shows him the glory of man he said all the things I will give to you but Jesus is like dude I already tasted this when I was a little child why because even when I was in my infantile state as a baby the kings of the earth they came with their glory and they give it to me Listen, whatever the enemy is trying to tempt you with, God already gave you some in a measure as a down payment for the fullness that will come. So if God is going to fill the earth with the glory of the Lord, he cannot do it with fallen man. Because fallen man, he has sinned and he has fallen short of the glory of God. So who's going to be the carrier or the container of the glory of God? Who? Shout it if you're confident. The new man in Christ. He's the one that is going to carry the glory of God and spread that glory. Why? Because it said the earth shall be filled. So if you want to fill something, what do you do? Get more practical. You want to fill a bucket in your house. What do you do? You get a bowl and you'll be 
sweeping and pouring. He says, the earth, God said, as I leave. Listen, this earth in a certain age will be full of the glory of God. Settle it in your heart. Stop panicking. Oh, everybody's smoking weed. Everybody's shaking bum bum. Everybody's there. What is God doing now? He is preparing glory carriers. <laughs> Who will endure the heat of the temptation, the opposition, the persecution to prove the material they are made up of? So that in the glorified body, they will literally carry the light of God and not be swallowed by it. Because if you are made of a certain substance, the substance you are made up of cannot consume you. I hope this will help somebody know why smallness is not your option. People who have not been exposed to this revelation, they can afford to be small. The reason you need to rapidly increase is that you are helping God fulfill his desire. God said, if there's one thing I want to see as I leave. In other words, if the news is on, I want it to be news about my glory. If people are playing songs, let it be about my glory. Now, it doesn't mean the title of the song is, title of the song is glory of God. Title of the song is glory of God. Title of the song is glory of God. That's love the song is glory of glory 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 of God glory 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 of God It hits the grace of God and the gift of God It makes sense right that's the real spontaneous. But, but let me show you what it means. It means that when you sing a love song about your wife and what you will do to her, it will be a glorious demonstration of God's intention for the beauty of marriage. Did you hear what I said right now? Uh, can, can I preach a, a little bit? God has an idea of what the fashion industry should look like. I love the hair Debbie did that was walking. I don't know whether it was Debbie that did that. But, but let me tell you what. There is a dimension of glory that the way somebody's hair is packed will unlock. Have you ever seen somebody decently dressed and you were in awe? Of the precision and the accuracy. Are you hearing that? That is the intention of God. But the devil said no. Everybody must open breasts. Everybody must do like this. Are you hearing that? There is a dimension of glory. God is like, I know what economy should look like. But the only person I can communicate to is someone who is born of me. Why? The canal man understands not the things of the spirit because they are foolishness unto him. He says only a man that can understand what a man is saying. An ant cannot interpret the intentions of a man. So God gave you God life so that he can through you release God's glory. 
So when we say want it to spread, I'm not just saying popularity. Popularity is too weak a mission compared to the price that was paid for you. And the devil knows this. So he wants believers to be contained. Because the devil knows that what God is looking for. Show me, give me my scripture please. God said, as I live. He didn't say, as I live, I will build the biggest church in the world. That's great with me, no disrespect in any ways. Admirable and everything has its place. But that's not what God is looking for. Except that church is helping to fulfill this. He didn't say, I want uh, you to have an album where we'll be healing you. No. He's saying that when you set up your food company, people eat the fish and they say, God bless those fish for dying for me. I've seen the glory. God said, truly as I leave, all the earth shall be filled. Somebody say it's going to be filled. Say it's going to be done. Go to Isaiah chapter. Mm, you know what? Let me read verse 22. Verse 22. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to the test now this ten times and have not heeded my voice, then at least some punishments that is going to do there. Why he's saying the displays of my glory there was not just for your personal deliverance. He said, I wanted to show you what was possible so it can become a container for that possibility. But the enemy always wants to downscale everything yeah. to the size of your own survival. Because yeah. <laughs> the moment survival is your goal, the mediocrity becomes your mission. Yeah. So that's not the point. The point is I want to replicate myself in your Babin salon, in the finance sector. Now, when you go to Isaiah, Chapter 11, verse 9. This is hundreds of years after that. Isaiah 11, verse 9. He says, They shall not hurt, not destroy in all my holy mountain. Why? Why? For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the... So... That knowledge will have to spread like water. Now, how does water get to your house? It gets from a lake, through a hydrological system that's been set up, through pipelines, through water processing plants and units, and it's carried and carried. So glory flows like water. What does that mean? Glory is fluid. Glory can flow. And God is looking for vessels that will flow the glory. This is the reason envy is an opposition to your purpose. Because envy says, why do you have so much glory and I don't? But understanding says, if you have glory, it's coming to me. Because God's purpose is not to have one portion of the earth with the glory. He says that the, all the earth 
look at somebody say I rejoice at your prosperity say I'm comfortable with your progress say I love to see you do well say I see you in 2023 and your, your finest your richest your strongest your wealthiest your wisest give God praise for that Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14. Why should you spread? Then I'll tell you some other things. For the earth, let's read this one together. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the... You know, it's in Isaiah 11 that was talking about the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. Spirit of knowledge, counsel, might, and all of that. So the operation of that spirit in the first two verses was to provoke, verse 9, to fill the earth with the glory of God. Was the glory, the essence of God, the true nature of God, the true character of God. So that when anybody walks into any place, it's God they see. It's you I see, it's you I see, it's you I see, it's you I see. It's God they see. What will happen to you in 2023 is so you're going to be a mobile mast. <laughs> Say network everywhere. In the New Testament, Paul then begins to help the Corinthian church understand this. Give us 2 Corinthians 6, 11 to 13 in the Message Bible. 2 Corinthians 6, 11 to 13, Message Bible. <laughs> Paul is actually speaking he's saying we're laboring for you we're giving all our stuff to you but you guys are not responding the way we're giving ourselves it's like you don't really understand what's going on say open up that's what it said in the NKJV it says open up but I love the way the message bible puts Mr. T's good to see you. message bible how was the food fest that you had in your village <laughs> dear dear Corinthians dear dear look at him say dear dear don't call somebody's husband or wife, dear dear. You can call them dear, but not dear dear. Dear dear. Look at neighbor, say dear dear. Dear dear. Dear. <laughs> dear dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this. When you guys share testimonies with me of things I've experienced or things that I've seen or prophesied, you don't know how I used to do so inside my heart. I'm like, now you have a taste and experience. Isn't it beautiful? Yes, yes. Mr. Ochi shared a testimony with me. I went to some three or four days ago. I'm like, see what I'm saying? My wife shared some testimonies with me. Was it today? Today has been very long, so it must have been today. Yesterday, I'm like, wow. See, he said, I long for you to enter. So the door is there. Access is granted. But you have to take the step. Enter into this wide open. Spacious life. Verse 12. We didn't fence you in. Thus, I'm getting ready to preach. The smallness you feel. It comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're leaving them 
If it's too speak, you are sent to do is not small. How are you going to do that to speak? Are you going to do it so well? The Buckingham Palace will say, it's only August to speak we use. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you are famine, are you famine so well that all of Africa will be like, oh, the potatoes from that farm is what we got to use. He said, nothing God gives you is small because a good God may give a small seed, but there's always a heavy harvest trapped in the small seed. Look at your neighbor high five your neighbor until their palms blush and tell that person your life is not small your, your life is not small stop living small stop staying small stop talking small stop being small I don't know who exactly this word is for but some of you are still sitting down smallly on the seat but if there's anyone here who understands what Paul is trying to say that there is room in God there is space in God it does doesn't matter who went before you no matter who entered into it there is always room for more I wrote something on Instagram about three years ago that no matter how many people get saved there is always room for one more sinner at the foot of the cross always Jesus said in my father's house there are many mansions and he said if it were not so I would have told you He's talking about spaces in God. He's not talking about your BQ in heaven. He's talking about spaces, realms of glory. That's why that song by Dunsey, so one of my favorite from him, right? There are realms of glory. What it says is spaces for people. In other words, no matter what God has done in the life of Abraham, Jacob, your own is still secure. Some of you, the Lord is going to elevate you to the level of your mentors in 2023. But understand what it's about. You are the candle, you are not the light. He is the light that lights your candle. The reason you are the light is because He's your light and you are not making light of Him. Say, but you are leaving them in a small way, verse 13. Verse 13. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Shout that, shout that. That spread. Spread. He said, you open up your life. No wonder the enemy tried to close you up. I won't help people again. I won't do church again. I won't do this again. It's got to spread. Don't close up. Don't fold up. Spread. I read to spread. There are five things God promised Jacob in that text. Please be seated. Five things He promised him in that text. Number one, He promised him property. These are five promises I wanted to hold on to for the year. Number one, property. God said landed property, intellectual property, one of the major markers for next year is collaboration, partnerships, companies and organizations will partner with you 
Co-owned property. Listen, digital property. I've said it before, I'm saying it again, one of the major aspects of wealth in this house is digital wealth. And creative intelligence. So if you create anything, books, clothes, designs, creative intelligence. God said, I'm going to give you land because some things are going to land in your life. God said, I'm going to give you land and you will also land into certain places. The first promise is property. Property ownership will become common in this house. And grace is released for it. Land. Houses. Shared ownership. Metaverse spaces. Mind share. Attention. Listen, this is God's word. Just buy that microphone and start. It's somebody's word. Just buy it and start. Stop living your lives in a small way. <laughs> Many years ago, I stumbled on the reality of making money online. Long before, you know, everybody's a creator and a content creator now. And my wife has known me for about 14, 14 years, 15 years now, right? So she knows that those nights, 2010, 11, well, I would be up all night online, all of that. And I started making money online as far back as that time. Why? One of the major things I stumbled on was a man who said he had made $1,000 within I mean, two or three weeks by selling ebooks. This was about 2009. Ebooks. 2009. Then I stumbled on another guy who was already making money from domains, selling domains that you buy. Now domains about $20, $20 but you can sell domains for $3,000, $5,000, $10,000. The Lord is opening people's eyes to see hustle-free money. Uh, uh, do you receive that? Genesis 28 verse 13. We see that there. God speaks to that. <laughs> hustle-free money. Hustle-free. Clean money. I was at an event where I spoke some months ago and this man is in the financial sector. He was talking about how he traded um, stocks. He bought stocks and then he sold. He actually borrowed money to buy the stocks and then because the value went up and then he sold the stock and it made over 10 million naira for just having sense. In 2023, sense is your middle name. Why are you receiving that? Receive that. Somebody shout, my eyes are open. I'll preach that shortly. Listen, the Lord says, even when it looks like you are landing in trouble, you are going to land into greater increase. I see, I don't know whether that's something now in the future, but I see somebody having trouble with importation. You're trying to bring something in and it's stuck. That is not the end of that venture, that business. The Lord is bringing you recovery. Number two, for time's sake, 
production and productivity and two dimensions, disciples and deeds. Disciples and deeds. God said to Jacob, your descendants shall be as dust of the earth. So God didn't need to say you will have descendants. You know, there are promises that are embedded in other promises. Right? Listen, let me just assure somebody here. There's no woman under the sound of my voice who will go without a child in this house. There is a fruitfulness grace upon the house. We open every womb in the name of Jesus. You will carry your own baby, including those Jacobian people that used to do Jacobish things. Jangulova. And like, ah, I did things in the past. Oh, something damaged my womb. Something damaged your womb. I repair it in the name of Jesus. I repair with the word of prophecy. Because <laughs> in some other places, they used to use other things to repair. You would not shout amen, you're laughing. <laughs> Number two disciples some of you it's your fourth year in kings one disciple you cannot see somebody say my spiritual wombs are open so the production and productivity disciples and in deeds your deeds will multiply number three progress he said i will be with you in other words as you're going i'm with you you're making progress Number four, partnerships. I don't have enough time to explain all of that. But partnerships. Look out for collaboration. Zizi, you came tonight against all odds. And you see, when you honor God that way, there is something, I know some of you are here, it's way beyond the time you're going to be here, right? When you do those kind of things, you might offend men, offend people. But God, my business is when a man's ways please the Lord, because even his enemies to be at peace with him. There's always a reward for extreme sacrifice. We open up for you channels of partnerships and collaborations. Those small things you are selling that look like nothing, they will enter into supermarkets. They will enter into malls. In the name of Jesus. Our ears have heard it, our eyes will see it. You handle this with power. In the name of Jesus. Number five, protection. Genesis 20 verse 15. Behold, I am with you and I will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Now when you go three chapters later, Genesis 31. Then God speaks to him and says, hey, go back to the land I appeared to you. So God fulfilled his promises. What are the instructions, Pastor? What should I do to enter into this? To walk in the material manifestation. It's already signed and settled in heaven. Four, four key priorities for this house. And for your life. Four. Somebody say four. I need to instruct Ayomiko your the access the lord has given to you is not just for your personal distinction you have a major come you have a major ministry you have a major assignment and i'm going to say this because that's the first the first thing there the enemy will try to discourage you 
and the enemy will try to frustrate you and then will try to overwhelm you and then will try to make you feel like a failure and then will try to bring your mistakes and your misdeeds and your misalignments but God said that you are not a failure and God says that you have not missed the plot there is a missionary assignment. It's, it's the assignment of Daniel. It's the assignment of Joseph. It's the assignment of Esther. It's the assignment of pastoring in the public space. It's the assignment of ministry in a public place. So the enemy is going to fight you. You're going to ask yourself and say, oh, but I'm just a little child. Oh, well, you see, the last time the enemy allowed little children grew. Do you understand? They caused him problem. That's why I want to kill Jesus as a baby. Are you here? Yeah. He did not know Jesus was Jesus. Yeah. He just didn't want to take chances. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we here? So that's why I said just kill anybody that smells Jewish. Because these Jews, they have juice. Yeah. That's why the enemy has attacked you. And I know we have not spoken on all of that, but I just speak that up in the realm of the spirit. I add to your strength, strength in the spirit. You are not weak. You are not defeated. You are not overwhelmed. Your strength is renewed. Please stretch your hands towards her. We release grace upon you. You are renewed with strength and might and capacity. In the name of Jesus, the Christ that came upon David, wherein he was able to bring down Goliath, it comes upon you. In the name of Jesus. When you return, you return with fresh fire that will not be quenched or snuffed out. In the name of Jesus. What are the four parts? Number one, missions. The proliferation is not for your popularity. You can't be good. The devil can give you that. Is mommy praying for her? Because I was going to say she should do that. Are you praying for her? Please do. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. First priority this year, missions. That thing that God started with Abraham, that is there with Isaac, must not end with me. Do you know the say that there's a rise of the nuns? Who are the nuns? Those that don't believe in Jesus. And in a place like America, the statistics are going down. Watch this. In Nigeria, church attendance is dwindling, not only in numbers, but also in frequency. So there are some of you here, and I mean no shade or disrespect, but this is an instruction. There's some of you here who have gradually gradually move from attending church eight times a month to attending twice a month. I say, but there's God online. God is online. And you have no idea how philosophies are creeping into your mind. And now you rationalize staying at home during the service, but that party, you don't attend the e-version. <laughs> oh, can I talk now? The hangouts, you didn't do the e-hangout. 
the business meeting, you found your way, even when you didn't have to be physically there, but you wanted to do Ajayi. So if we struggle to come in a place where attending church is still legal, how can you even hear God sending you into a place where you don't attend church as a missionary? It won't even register on your radar. That this relocation, 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 that you're going to Canada, 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 and God is saying, Iraq, Iraq, Iraq. That means you can't even hear. You know why? Because you have trained your soul in worshiping at the shrine of comfort. So anything that is inconvenient does not register on your radar. You have trained your palate for gratification. And it's happened so gradually because the first time you ate certain kind of foods, I didn't like it. Da, da. I didn't like it. Da, da. I don't like it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> now you're like, can you give me an extra one? Man was designed as a neutral being who could accommodate any software that's installed and operated for long enough. So the greatest project can become a slot. Just needs the right space and mentorship. There's a mentorship. You, you are dynamic. You are on earth, but you're seated in heavenly places. Your elasticity is huge. So when you train yourself, missions. Now, if we, we can't get you to sacrifice your Sunday morning, how can we claim you sacrifice your life? Because see, Jacob, it's not about you. You're so used to you. You're in the covenant, but you're so used to you that was always about you from the womb you wanted to get in first. It was you. You came out of the, the place and you were the guy running your own stuff, doing your own thing, and then portage. It was about the fair, unfair deal that benefited you. Then God, in a theophonic manifestation, appears and you are fighting God. Why? Because you are used to having your way. So God said that when you gain admission, you must add to the mission. God wrestled him. And he gave him a limp. You know, Jacob had a limp. And he said, so today in Israel, they don't eat that limp from any animal they kill. So God was giving Jacob a permanent sign in his body that this is not about you. Because you could fight your way through things, but you could never fight your way out of this mark that I gave you. When God puts a mark on you, nobody can erase it. So please, this year, whatever you want to do, I want to write a book. Ask, how does this connect to God's mission of the earth must be filled with my glory? If you can't answer the question or join the dots, pause. You know why? Anything you do outside of that will not register in eternity. God is building only one thing on earth. It says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things consist. The word consist is the root word for consistent. 
So, how can you expect consistency in what does not consist in Christ? So you've been struggling, 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 struggling to work it because you keep losing sight of how this fits God's mission. If you see the way it fits God's mission, that's enough motivation. Are we here? And Jacob, your own case is all critical <laughs> because Adam, Abraham received the promise. Isaac passed on the promise, but Jacob proliferated the promise. Jacob is the person that will become the nation. He's the one that will become the nation. And the reason the nation needs to exist is that the nation exists for the mission. We think the mission exists for the nation, but the nation exists for the mission. God had to create a nation that is a prototype of the nation is going to proliferate. So when Peter writes in the New Testament, by the way, Peter is writing largely to Jews. He said, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. So he's saying the New Testament church is supposed to represent on the earth what the Jews represented in the, New, in the Old Testament. So you are actually a citizen from another kingdom. Mission-mindedness will give you visas into places where others are rejected. Oh, come on now. Because you know I come in the name of the Lord. This year you will step into places and you'll wonder, how did I buy the ticket? You say, oh, I didn't have to buy it. Somebody paid for it. Evangelism, King's Kitchen, Mission Outreaches, this is a major year. Major. Oh, what can I do for God? Number one, show up. Number two, get others to show up. <laughs> Follow up till they show up. Till Christ is formed. Somebody say missions. If I'm able to, I might touch it tomorrow. But we need to run. Number two, four priorities. Number two, your mind. God had to change Jacob's mind by giving him a heavenly perspective, a heavenly visitation. For many of us, our biggest struggles in life come from what we read earlier in 2 Corinthians 5, the small-mindedness. Jacob had no idea that this Jacob that is selling Asaro for birthright, you are a nation. In other words, Jacob, your children will become tribes. I'm not talking about Jacob, I'm talking about you. That towers will be built and you will name them after your children. So then as people come in to walk into those towers, there's an atmosphere. I've said this before, but let me say it again. Some of you have been to dream space. People say it all the time. Where's Bukola? Where's Iyanu? Right? People that have come there frequently. Right? People come into dream space and say there is something. And all of them use similar words. This place is a portal. It's like there's a glory of God here. There's a window of heaven. There's calm. There's peace. It is not just my creative intelligence that puts, you know, nice designs. There's an atmosphere. Somebody say I'm a portal. I love that energy at pastor and shout as a portal. The mind needs to open. 
That when I write that book, the reason I'm not just expecting 50 people to read it is not because I'm prideful. It's because if only 50 people read it, what will happen to the 5 million that need the message? Why are we trusting God to have multiple events that will reach thousands of people this year? Why? Is it popularity? No. We have tens of thousands online, so it's popularity. We already have it online. But Christ needs to be formed inside people. Not just flashed across their screens. Are you here? Somebody say, my mind is large. How do you develop your mind? Meditate on the truth. That's the key. God said to me, many of you have revelation, but you've not engaged revelation with meditation. And the Lord said to me, this is the third year I'm speaking about meditation at a crossover service. I said, God, what's going on? God said, it's important. It said, tell my people, meditate, meditate, muse and muse and muse and muse and muse over and over. Earlier today, I saw a sudden... Um, person certain lady she posted did a post on her instagram and said the crossover service of last year got her through this year she said almost every saturday i was listening to my pastor's message almost every saturday you cannot get everything in one listen Sometimes all you're getting is instruction. Others is the inspiration. Others is the prophecy. Others, are you getting that? Of course, you can't listen to every message every day. But there are some that are pivotal and essential. Your daily devotion. You cannot, this is not the year to be on you version and make a U-turn into browsing Twitter. <laughs> Don't worry, it happens to me too sometimes. Just the notification. Let me just quickly check it. From checking it, you check out. So some of us might need to invest in a physical Bible for the devotion, morning devotion. You might need to. And say, my 15, 30 minutes, one hour in the morning is physical Bible. Are we here? Let me show you meditation in the Bible. Don't forget. David said, blessed is the man who does not walk in the way of sinners, does not stand in the seat of scuffle, does not sin in the seat of sinners, but he delights in the law of the Lord, and in the Lord does he meditate. How? Day and night. To meditate means to ruminate, to think over, not just to glance over, to think about, to ponder, to picture, to contextualize, to apply, to imagine, to marinate, to dwell on, to assume position within the context of the words. Joshua 1 verse 8, this book of the law shall not, when it speaks about this, it says that that kind of person, you know what is going to happen to him? Shall be like a tree that's planted by rivers of water. So the way Numbers 28 will happen to you as a cedar by waters is by this. Stay close to the river. Stay in the river. Stay in the word. Play it on the go. Watch it. Place it in front of your eyes. Make it your screensaver. Muse on it. You said that it brings forth its fruit in its season. In other words, watch this. When you automate your meditation, your meditation automates your transformation. Your meditation automates your results, your returns on investment. 
Meditate. How are you transformed? Through meditation on the truth. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. Watch that. He didn't say out of your ears. Most of us think that the way success comes is the book of the Lord not depart out of your ears. No! So what does ears mean? What does that mean? You're listening to the word. Mm. As you listen, you also speak. The deposit of revelation happens. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But faith goes into operation by speaking and speaking of the word of God. So as you're hearing, that's why when we read uh, in the book of Numbers earlier, he says these are the utterances of the one who hears the voice of God, who lies prostrate with eyes wide open, who sees the visions of God. So when God is speaking to you, he's painting pictures in your heart and then utilize your tongue to paint those pictures. To declare the word of God. He said he shall meditate. Watch that. He didn't just say meditate on it. He says meditate in. So you sit in the text. Oh come on now. You take your position in the text. You marinate. Now somebody's going to go. He said when you do that. Matter night as you observe to do according to all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have. Now somebody's going to be like, okay, so how do I meditate? And uh, why is that important? Let me show you something from the life of Isaac. Help me, Lord. Genesis 24, 62 to 67. Genesis 24, watch this, 62 to 67. Somebody say, I spread. <laughs> now Isaac came from the way of beer lahai. It wasn't drinking beer, I didn't think so. Beer lahai roy. For he dwelt in the south. Verse 63, watch that now. And Isaac went out to... <laughs> Somebody say, meditation is medication. He went out. In other words, many times, you need to step out of the environment you're used to because the voices that you're familiar with are causing interference in the transmission of God's intentions concerning you. Even good voices. So he went out into the field in the evening. Why didn't they go during the day? During the day, people are walking in the field. Come on now. So he goes in the evening. Remember, I live in the field. <laughs> when you go to the field and meditate, whether the field is an industrial place, you will see what others won't see. Meditation opens the eyes of your spirit. And it's what you see in the spirit that changes your status on earth. Look at that. He said he lifted his eyes and looked. And there the camels were coming. In the place of meditation, what it was expecting came. Some of you, the answers that have eluded you for two years. 
for five years, for six, seven, ten years. In this season, as you meditate on the word of God, you will see the answers in front of you. Why have I not been there? Why have I not done that? Why am I not married? Why am I not high there? The Lord is going to open the portals of your understanding. Cause you to see what you haven't seen before. Cause you to navigate where you haven't gone before. If it's not you I'm talking to, please don't say anything. But if it's you, shout, my eyes are open. Number quick to take my text away, please. He saw them and there, Camels are coming, verse 64, it says, Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel, verse 65, for she had said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, This is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. In other words, Abraham had told his choice servant to go and look for a wife. And so what he was looking for was looking for him in the place of meditation. Can I say something to you? Everything that your mind has imagined is a possibility waiting for its material equivalent. Everything. If someone had told your great-grandparents that you will hold something and something will appear on the wall, it's ah, offer. That you could share something from a phone into another phone. Most of your imaginations are tourism into the technology of the future. Meditation is what brings that in. That's why the greatest creators and geniuses and inventors, they take time alone or question things differently. Because if you see what everybody is seeing, you will see like everybody is seeing. And conversely, or vice versa, if you see... The way everybody sees, you will only see what everybody sees. So meditation is you seeing through the eyes of the spirit. Somebody will invent something in 2023. A process, a change. Number three. The third M is management. Jacob is running, is running. The sun sets, he needs to lay his head. Don't take me there yet. He needs to lay his head. And guess what? No sheaves, no cow skin, no cow hide. He just had a stone. Let me just manage this stone. And the stone became the modem that gave him Wi Fi that connected to heaven. Many of you are kicking stones that God wants to use to test you. Will you abuse the stone or will you thank God you can still use it as a pillow? So I didn't get that. Next year, this year, 2023, God is going to bring, for many of you, your increase in small doses. And the way you will manage it will determine the quantum leaps. Management, Jacob, all the things I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, but guess what? How will you manage Laban's flock? Because there's a generation that's so eager to have their own that they are mismanaging their boss's stuff. Why? Jacob, watch this. The reason I have to test you 
with that long stretch is that the real test is not whether you are going to marry uh, Rachel or Leah. That's not the real test. The real test I'm building your tenacity to be able to raise 12 boys because those boys are not boys. They are tribes. God. Some of you, God has tested you with frustration and you are failing the test. In 20, are you hearing? You have just 10 people, 10 people in your department. And you're like, this people don't used to hear what? This people, those, they are not people. They are tribes, oh my God. And God is like, can I test you with frustration? Because if Laban can frustrate you, then Reuben, imagine how hard do you think a man will be to be able to sell his brother? To sleep with his father's wife. Those were the people that Jacob had to raise. But guess what? If he had killed them, he would have killed the nation he was carrying. Some of you, the frustrations in your life, God is watching. How do you manage frustration? How do you manage pressure? How do you manage disappointment? How do you manage shame? How do you manage delay? How do you manage reproach? How do you manage tension? How do you manage opposition? How do you manage slander? How do you manage covetousness? Are you here? Jacob is a nation. So if 12 human beings can walk you up, that means 12 tribes will take you down. Somebody say, I will manage. Management determines if you will ever own. And then it determines what you will own if you get to own. It says, if you're not faithful in another man's own, who will give you your own? So management is owning somebody's own as if it were your own. <laughs> Manage it. And the guy changed his wages 10 times. He managed it. Some of you, the first time they changed one clause in the contract, you say, I'm not doing it again. And you walked out of an organization where you're supposed to be the CEO in five years. I can't take it. You are right. You couldn't. Listen, the positions you can take are determined by the problems you can handle. This is the hard part of the instruction. Should I come a little closer? Some of you are using iPhones you have no business owning. Read me, read me. The blood of Jesus was red. You can use read me for a while, a short while. Say, no, everybody, I'm a tech believer. Everybody. <laughs> How many of you, when you see pictures on Twitter or Instagram, you go like, which phone they used to snap it? You don't. Some of you, you have no business having the number of shoes you have. You're trying to raise capital, sell half of your shoes. You're there. You get it. Somebody shout management. I'm going to go to the last point, but help me look for three, but tell them manage, manage, manage. If you are going to spread, you must manage. 
Can I show you something? Parable of parable of the sower. The sower went to sow seeds. How many seeds? How many grounds did he have? Four grounds. The word said that he went and that he sowed seed by the wayside. That he sowed among stones. That he sowed on shallow ground. And that he sowed on good ground. Do you know that the reason he had enough to sow in four different grounds was I understood management. He was not presumptuous to think that the first ground would deliver. Come on now, come on now. So some of you, you've lost money because you put everything into that thing before you tested its viability. You already gave the person wife vibes when they were giving you friendship signals. So you didn't know how to manage your emotions. Are you here? You already slapped somebody that was going to be the one that will invent the app that will make you a billionaire. Can manage your anger. <laughs> it's a real Otilot situation. Number four, are we ready? What's number one? Shout it louder. Number two? Number two? Some of you throughout this book, throughout this year, you didn't read one book. Not even a book of the Bible. Even the book of Jude, you didn't finish it. Yes, you know how to Judy. What books have you read? For a course that you did not practice for one day, you spent four years. You know, saying, God, I'm a king to the nations. <laughs> the nation you are a king to, if they ask you for the capital, you cannot find it. That's capital F. So I'm, I'm called to illuminate the agricultural space. Okay, spell agriculture. Say agriculture. Okay, spell it. H A R G R I K K O L S H U R E. Agriculture. You service me. Number three, be a faithful steward. Your time, your treasure, your talent, your temple, your body, the body of Christ. Manage this house. Some of you go to the toilet and when you do your deed, you forget there is a fellow son of God that is coming after you. Said so the one that is coming after me, I do not have the capacity. So, so, so do his laces. Manage it like it's yours. Like it's yours. Chewing gum. Stick it under. Look at neighbor, say, manage me. Number four, are you ready for this? Don't do our declarations. Number four. Blessed are those who said media. Number four is media. 
That's the one you like. This exists for this. And you will never maximize this if you don't know how to manage this. Because management also means what do I need to put on media? It's not everything that needs to make it to media. Otherwise, you might not find media. Your, the quality of your mind will affect the media. The portion of your mind. Some of you are Twitter people fighting for space on Facebook. They will never hear your voice on Facebook. Your messaging is for Twitter. The way you think, the way you frame. But if you don't know your mind and your management, and you don't know the mission, in other words, who are you sent to? You're trying to catch shower inside water that you only have a house on. What's shower? Fish. To shower. That's fish. Media! What is the deal here? There was a conversation with God. What God was showing Jacob was actually an audiovisual experience. Because there was a dream, a ladder from earth to heaven, and then God was above the ladder and God was speaking. I want to proclaim concerning somebody in this season, your life will not only be a funnel to hear what God is saying, your life is going to be a message to your generation. I'm about to round it off, so if you're saying amen, let it be loud and strong. Jacob was running and ran into an audiovisual experience. The Bible says that when he woke up, he said, God was in this place and I did not know it. Uh, the first call I'm making by a prophetic proclamation is that in every area you have slept, I call you with the voice of an emergency call. You wake up now in the name of Jesus. Your gifts wake up now in the name of Jesus. Your possibilities wake up now in the name of Jesus. The missionary in you wakes up now in the name of Jesus. The leader in you wakes up now in the name of Jesus. Jacob thought he was a thief. He thought he was a fugitive. He thought he was just getting away from his brother. No, God was moving him closer to his destiny. God was taking him to a training ground. Laban was a cruel person, was a shady person, but he was the best trainer that Jacob needed. Why? Because if you're crookish, then it's a crookish leader that knows how to help you maximize the direction of the crookishness until you crookify yourself into a fight with God. So God said, Hey, you know how to con people, no problem. I'm going to teach you connection. I'm going to teach you empathy. I'm going to teach you humility by subjecting you to 20 years of hard labor. So all along, he thought it was running away, but it was running to purpose. Anything that looked like a mistake in the years gone by, you will see the purpose of those things in 2023. They will begin to add up. They will begin to make sense. It will make sense why you had to move. It will make sense why you had to resign. It will make sense why you failed. It will make sense why you fumbled. But guess what? Not only was he under a crooked leader, his capacity was built. His mind was enlarged. Somebody goes, how come he was not trained by Isaac? See, Isaac's orientation and frame was good enough to transfer the legacy and the promise, but was not strong or tough enough to wrestle Jacob. How do I know? Because whenever Isaac had a conflict with the Philistines, be like, ah, let me not have any trouble. So Isaac was more 
most likely the kind of parent that if he had too many runs, run-ins with the child, and say, ah, let's not trouble him. But God wanted Laban to wrestle Jacob. Some of you in 2023, you will wrestle with Laban, but you will come out strong. You will come out with capacity. It will not break you down. It will build you up. That amen is good, but I know it can be better. High five your neighbor until you feel the color pink being transferred to your palm and tell that person your capacity is enlarged. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Your capacity is enlarged. Jacob, you are being wrestled into your destiny. He said, I saw a ladder, an audiovisual experience. I proclaim in 2023, your potholes are open. The doorways are open. You will see visions of God. You will download visions of God. You will operate with a new level of divine intelligence in the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor say broadcast it. How did the promise get to Jacob? Abraham broadcast it. Abraham told Isaac what God told him. Isaac told Jacob he said the Lord gave his word and great was the company of them that published it. The Lord gave his word. Media give us that scripture. The Lord gave his word and great was the company. Great was the company. Great. Psalm 68 verse 11 to verse 12. The Lord gave thee word. The Lord gave thee word. Great was the company of those who proclaimed it. Kings of armies flee the flee and she who remains at home divides the spoil. Because of the media a whole army began to move. Some of you are waiting for military might God said no the might is in your media you already have a voice amplified this is the year listen what, to what God said to me so tell them that this is not the year to, for you to be shy this is the year for you to lift your voice put up the post apply for the opportunity say yes sir I can put try my hands on it this is the year and don't forget it's not about you and how well you write and how many know it's about the mission sing your song forget about how many downloads are you here Jacob was one person here but one person became a nation Jesus was one person in the manger and it became a whole race. So sometimes you are sent to one amongst many. Are you here? Are you here? I proclaim that you are spreading. Oh, that amen is not spreading as loud. Media, do you have our declarations? I proclaim that you are spreading. I proclaim that you are spreading. In the name of Jesus, spread across the world, spread in glory. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org. And send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.